sound means it's the english phonemes that break down to the words hey guys and you know what those words mean it's the alex cast hello willkommen bienvenue hi solo show i haven't done one of these in a while uh, so bear with me you don't have to bear with me no one listens this shit all right solo show perfect um uh that being it's less than a minute in and I've already said that no one listens to shit and uh might as well just say that this show blows there covered welcome uh got some user listener questions uh for this episode I have uh some stories but I was asked to uh I'm saying uh, a lot hold on one second guys talk amongst yourselves Sorry, I'm back. Hopefully I remember to edit that, but we all know I won't. I forgot that uh, some of the questions I have involve me having my phone in front of me, which I did not. Heavens forfend. How does one find these? Okay, so uh, one of the questions I was asked by loser, loser, wow, user Luke, and I'm calling, I'm calling the listeners users for some reason, which is weird. I'm drinking coffee. That's part of the problem. Mm. And that coffee is very cold at this point, so let's say I have been drinking coffee. Why would anybody listen to this? Well, it's only two minutes, so you're probably still listening, waiting for this to catch, you know, to start. All right, so uh, user, that, mean, that being listener, Luke uh, emailed me, uh, alexcast at gmail.com. Alex, I was spoke with two X's and said, hey, uh, I don't think your explanation was very good on what was going on with producer Michael. Um, now he could be right. I'm not going to go back and listen to my explanation because I don't listen to this show because it's just me talking. Actually, that time it's John was talking too. So I could probably just listen to the John parts, but that wouldn't help. So anyway, point is, uh, no more producer, Michael. He is actually gone. That's not like a, this isn't a bit, There's nothing funny about it. Uh, I seem to remember explaining to myself that it was just kind of uh, creative differences. So that's really all I'm comfortable going into, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to be a dick about it. Just what more do you need? Yeah, it's, it happens. The world moves on. And now I'm uh, doing the show alone again, which is, I find really healthy. I think somebody with uh, mental health issues, you know, you know, serious treatment resistant depression, uh, you know, constantly complains about being lonely. I think, I think the best thing to do is to, get a get a hobby that involves me talking to myself for long periods of time uh you know once or twice a week i think that's the best way to do it i think this is really healthy this is a great idea and um and i should keep doing it and and no one should be concerned for my mental health and uh, obviously i'm being a little sarcastic there 
four, you should all be concerned. In fact, someone, anyone, please, for the love of God, help me. I'm being held captive by my own brain, and it is horrible. So that's why producer Michael's gone. <laughs> oh, man, this show's weird. Yeah, so future of the show stuff. Uh, um, this is not my biannual Alex talks about not doing the show anymore, but I, I want to do, I'm not, I'm not against doing a bunch of solo shows like this one, but I'm not, uh, I don't know. I'm not enamored with this as much as I used to be. So I, I reached out, well, I've actually only asked one person so far, but I want to start getting more local guests, specifically funny people. That's hard to do. So. If anybody's listening that's local and funny or, you know, like a local stand-up or whatever, hit me up, alexcast at gmail.com, at the AlexCast on Twitter. Uh, that'd be cool because, man, I I like, I, I, I've meditated on the show after after Michael decided to leave. And I was like, what do I want to do with this thing? I mean, the reason I took him on is because I was getting bored of the show. And I kind of, you know, I don't know, it was nice, kind of reinvigorated energy having someone to talk to. So... I was thinking like, I don't know, I just want to mix something up. So kind of, I don't know, going back and forth in my head, what I want to do with this thing. And I, so I'm thinking solo shows, I'm only going to do half hour solo shows. At least that's my plan. Unless I start talking more and I do an hour. I was thinking part of the reason that uh, I, I skipped a week and this one's probably coming out late is, well, one, I was super sick. And then beyond that, it's really tough to talk into a microphone for an hour straight and I was kind of going through and like all the shows I used to listen to that were just solo shows, they're pretty much all gone at this point. Like this is, I'm I'm really close to complimenting myself. This was a really fucking long time consistently doing solo shows. Uh, I know, you know, periodically interrupted by, you know, having regular guests, but the point is show is continuing. This is not a, a, a Alex announces his retirement for the 15th time thing. I just think maybe I'll do <clears throat> uh, solo shows will be half hour. And then when I have guests on, it'll just be as long as we feel like hanging out or something like that. I don't know, something different. Or I might, I'm, I'm debating. So I've been writing short stories lately. I was thinking maybe I'll start bringing some of that into the show, like start doing some long form short story reading and kind of put them on. I don't know. It's something along those lines, but you know, this whole just talk for an hour thing. I feel like isn't particularly interesting to people. I don't, well, let me let, let me know. Alexcast at gmail.com, at the Alexcast on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Alexcast. You know, there's any way uh, humans talk to each other that's available. You know, if you have an opinion on the thing, let me know. Um, but there's no, this is, there's no hint of me quitting. I just, I want to switch it up a little bit. Like just, I don't know, some other variation. You know, it's going to be the same show. It's me saying weird shit, dick jokes, talk about occultism, rinse, repeat. But you know, just figure the schedule out. Uh, yeah. So that is the update. That's the answer. That is what happened to producer Michael. That's what's going on with the show. Uh, <clears throat> good job, uh, for the people that asked, um, good job for the people that didn't ask, uh, screw you. The people that, um, just sat there and looked at me with, with, with longing eyes. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm trying to, I'm looking at my list of topics to figure out what I want to talk about next, uh, or what I want to talk about since we haven't actually said anything yet. Uh, well, I have a story about a woman fucking a dinosaur. Um, a story about alien life, uh, this weird shrine in the woods in New York. Uh, 
I watched Luke Cage. Got listener. Let's let's answer some some uh, user listener questions. Um, I don't think she listens to the show anymore, but uh, uh, Instagram user Sarah uh, asked me a series of questions, and I'm going to read all of them to you and then answer some of them. Uh, talk about your greatest triumph and most grave disappointment. Try a cooking show with Alex. Tell a dramatic short story. Oh, okay. Well, good idea. Uh, well, all right. I'm going to do more than one of these because I forgot she recommended that. Read online dating profiles and provide commentary. Create fan fiction using absurd subject matter. And that's all I've got. Okay. So <clears throat> uh, thank you for the question, Sarah. Uh, dramatic short story. Well, that's um, th- that's something I was thinking about doing. So maybe I stole your idea. Maybe you stole mine, you psychic jerk off. Uh, I'm not going to read online dating profiles. I've thought about that before, but here's the thing is I don't, um, you know, I, the, the continuing saga of Alex's dating life uh, on, on this show, I don't uh, date because no one wants to go out with me and I failed miserably at every online dating thing. But even with that, I feel weird mocking people's profiles or even just discussing them. I don't know. It just, it feels like an invasion. I know it's a somewhat public thing and i don't think i'd be in the wrong for doing it i just don't know that i'd feel particularly comfortable um i did see one today that i was like oh i have to talk about that on the show and then i was like no i don't i don't really feel great about that but there's a really fucked up one uh but yeah i think anybody that's done any kind of online dating knows that there's screwed up things anyway um, greatest triumph, grave disappointment. Hmm. Well, I mean, they're all, they're all kind of, uh, interrelated. So greatest triumph would be like, all right, so I, um, release periphery, you know, so I write this, I write a novel, which is lifelong dream. Like, Hey, I did it. You know, I worked my ass off or it's something that's pretty damn, uh, um, at least interesting. I don't know. I, it, the reason vacillate. So I put it out and think it's like, wow, I wrote something really good. And you know, a lot of people have said it's good, but the point is, so I put it out and it did you know, no, no business. Not that I care about like the money's aspect, but like, it'd be nice to have like people read a bunch of it and give me, you know, bolster the confidence to put out the next one. But man, that went nowhere. So like, it's kind of combined. So that's pretty, you know, greatest triumph and grave disappointment, you know, combined, combined all into one neat package. Uh, uh, this, this happened, you know, years ago when I was in, in school, I was applying to graduate programs and I got into a really, really prestigious, uh, graduate school program for, for poetry, um, for, for, um, MFA in poetry. And I got in and they, they accept like no one like, oh man, this is like, this is, this is demonstrative proof of my abilities as a poet. And then, uh, they managed to not, uh, uh, approve me for any fellowships, any kind of, uh, scholarships and no extra money. So there's no fucking way I could pay for it. So I ended up not going. So again, uh, greatest disappointment and uh, triumph, uh, all uh, rolled into one solid package of nothing. My life will ever work. And someone should just put me out of my misery. Unless you're a crazy person listening to that, then don't actually put me out of my misery. I'm not, I'm not like being serious. I'm, I'm feeling bad about myself and, and articulating that in the hope that, Maybe, you know, somewhere in the universe, you know, there's like, like some bit of like kind of spiritual compassion out there and that'll, you know, come down and be rained upon me and, you know, and then I could like finally have like some relief from the, from the, from the ever, ever lengthening parboreal of, 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 of shit that is being a human 
in 2016. I've already done this I'm depressed thing more than once on this show. Okay, that's the last time I'm going to talk about being depressed. Uh, oh, well, okay, one more. So, you know, I've talked about uh, microdosing uh, that I did that uh, microdosing thing. I think I've talked about it on the show. I know I've talked about it on the show, but anyway, it, for people who didn't listen, uh, you take a small amount of psychedelic uh, once every few days uh, over the course of a month, and it uh, basically alleviates depression symptoms. Uh, I did it with magic mushrooms. And, it, and this, like, you don't get high or anything. The point is you take um, a dose that you don't feel. You know, it's not like you're having fun on it. It's just you know, literally a medicinal dose. Uh, so I did that, and man, that 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 was like, whoo, just helped me out. Months of uh, really alleviated uh, depression issues, depression syndrome symptoms. But as, as it says, you know, uh, when you're going through it, you, you have to kind of, um, do it more than once, you know, it's, um, uh, not just a, you know, it's not going to be a one and done. And I did, and I can't find them anymore. And, uh, man, I could use them. So the only reason I'm bringing that up is that if anybody's in Portland listening, man, I really need magic, magic mushrooms. Uh, I can't find them. Um, I don't have the skills to grow them and that would take a while. Uh, so it'd be really helpful because, you know, your boy needs some help. I've asked every single person I know, which is all of, you know, six, but, uh, not, uh, not working out so well. Anyway, uh, what, what else did she ask me? Fan fiction. Not going to do that. Uh, okay. All right. So those are them. Uh, what other topics do I have here? Uh, listener question. All right. So Luke, uh, different Luke. This is Luke from the bar. Uh, wants to know my opinions on bullshit, fine art, illegal driving, i.e. lane splitting and areolas. Um, I'm a big fan of areolas on, on women. Uh, they're, they're nice. Um, I like about, uh, probably just smaller than a silver dollar, you know, slightly dark. It's nice. Illegal driving, lane splitting. Uh, I'm a fan of not highway speed, like, you know, the shitheads on rice rockets, but if you're at a, if basically if the highway stopped or going like five miles an hour, and there's plenty of room between lanes where a, where a cyclist can fit, a motorcyclist can fit. Yeah, totally. It's, it's stupid not to, uh, doing it at speed, I think is, is, I'm not a big fan of the legality of that. Cause that's a good way to get yourself dead or, um, more my concern is the person that kills you. Cause like if I was driving and I end up killing a motorcyclist, like the rest of my life, I'm fucked. And that's all I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be just terrifically feeling just, just terribly guilty about it. And so basically you're, you're being in a rush and wanting to go 70, uh, through, through, you know, weaving through cars has, has fucked my life over and, and ended yours. But I'm not as upset about yours ending. Cause you know, you're the one that made the choice. It's, it's, you know, it's, I, I'm fine with someone choosing to end their life in a dumb way or live their life in a dumb way that ends with it ending. Uh, I'm just not, I'm not cool with that, you know, inflicting that on other people, but yeah, I'm, I'm pro uh, lane splitting bullshit, fine art, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. I don't really have an opinion on it. I mean, it's bullshit. Um, I think a lot of kind of modern fine art is, is, is art for art's sake. No, not art for art's sake. Arts for arty sakes. Like just because someone wants to feel arty or they want to feel like an artist. And a lot of the people that take it in, like, did you ever see, the uh look up uh look up glasses on the floor museum there was this fine art you know museum and, and a fine modern contemporary whatever some kind of art thing that happens now 
And uh, somebody just left some glasses on the floor and these fucking patrons are sitting there taking pictures of the glasses and like mulling it over. Like, what is the meaning of this? If that's, if that's the state of art that, that that can be kind of considered or, or like even confused, then, then that's just silly and stupid. And yeah, I think there's a, there's kind of a wellspring of, of idiocy in the art community. And not that, not to say all of it, it's just, there's certainly chunks of it. And, and I, and I find it, I don't know. I, I, my, the argument I'm having with myself here, I'll just, I'll just articulate that to you is that if someone finds it to be artistic, even if it is just somebody left their glasses on the ground, who, who am I to say that that's not art? You know, for me, I, as, as, you know, as a writer, my natural inclination towards art is that there's there's suffering and and effort and work put in. You know that there's, you know, I, I thousands of hours of writing or, or you know, however many hours it takes to paint a painting. That there's there's the there's the there's the time and the effort to create art is kind of my natural inclination. But you know, who am I to say that maybe putting glasses on the floor isn't art? I don't know. You know, I. I who am I to say my name's Alex and I'm saying that's not art, but if someone takes something from it, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in, I'm of two minds, which you may pick up from ever listening to the show before. I'm of two minds of just about everything except for the flat earth because the earth's not flat. You fucking idiots. Thank you for the questions, Luke. Um, more stuff. Uh, what do I want to say? Oh, okay. So here's, I'm going to try to say this without sounding depressed. No, there's more. Yeah, this is more just a demonstration of how um, the kind of social media is not so social anymore, at least at least from my perspective. But it seems like everybody's experiences this now, uh, especially on Twitter. I posted at least once a day about Howard the Duck, you know, that shitty movie about the anthropomorphic duck that gets sucked through like a wormhole and ends up on planet on the planet and then has sex with Leah Thompson. I posted at least once a day about that on social media for seven days straight before someone commented on it. I don't know why I did that. I just had this idea of, I wonder how long I can start posting about Howard the duck before someone comments on it. Cause I don't know. I'm Alex and I just, I have these ideas. I was thinking I would make it a week. I was kind of hoping I would make it a month just because I would get really, because I was already getting tired of it by day five, but I was like, nope, I committed to this. I'm going to keep going. So, uh, yeah, it took, took seven days and it was, uh, it was, it was frequent guest John that, that noticed it, which I feel like doesn't even count because he's kind of, he's kind of, you know, behind the scenes because uh, he knows how psychotic I am. Uh, yeah. So that's, um, that's what I've, that's what I do with my time. But I've got Howard the Duck noted on my things to talk about. So yeah, every day for a while. I, I don't really even like the movie. I, I, I'm frankly, I have no interest in seeing it again. I just bring it up. I just decided it'd be fun to bring it up a lot. If you ever, I mean, there's scenes in there you might want to watch. There's, there's a part where Howard the Duck. There's there's um there's a duck with breasts, like like human breasts with areolas. Going back to Luke's question, kind of weird. Oh, movie's weird. Maybe you should watch it. It might be the best movie ever, now that I think about it. Um, yeah. Welcome. Here's, uh, going 
back to the well of when I realized that in my late 20s that ponies weren't just baby horses. You know how um, they basically just throw male, um, you know, chickens out like they when, when they're hatched, they 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 sex them and just throw the males out because the, the lady, you know, lady chickens uh, have have larger breast meat, you know, have more meat. Which makes sense. And then I was thinking about it and I'm like, no, it doesn't. Because isn't breast meat, like aren't breasts, like human breasts, they're for uh, giving milk to babies, right? Like that's that's their function. Chickens don't do that. They're not, they're not mammals. So why would the female have larger breasts if they, if they don't, if they don't give milk, right? Like what's, so I don't, I don't understand what's going on there. <laughs> I had this realization at 36 years old and, uh, and I was in fucking shock. So there's, there's, that's what I'm throwing out there to the universe. I don't understand the concept of chicken press. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, so if anybody wants to explain that to me, alexguest at gmail.com. So if anybody wants to send over a really smart, talented, uh, 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 local comic for me to talk to, or someone that can explain how chicken breasts work, alexguest at gmail.com. That's, that's, that's what we need. That's, that's how it's going to work from now on. Yeah. So, uh, knocking that off the list, uh, no more turkey breasts on my, on my list of things to talk. Uh, I, I have, I have problems. Um, I may well kind of end with this. Uh, oh, this story is kind of, well, no, we won't talk about the, God, it's this, this show is fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, thank you. Cool. I wanted to pop up to Okay. Yeah, fuck it. I'll read this to you. This is interesting. A bizarre microbe found deep in a gold mine in South Africa could, pro could provide a model for how life might survive in seemingly uninhabitable environments throughout the cosmos. Known as the sulfuritis, the rod-shaped bacterium thrives 2.8 kilometers underground in a habitat, habitat devoid of all things that power the majority of life on Earth, light, oxygen, and carbon. Instead, this gold mine bug gets energy from radioactive uranium in the depths of the mine. Now, scientists predict that life elsewhere in the universe might also feed off of radiation, especially radiation raining down from space. Uh, here's a quote from uh, some guy called Dmitry Atra. He's an astrobiologist. It really grabbed my attention because it's completely powered by radioactive substances. Who's to say life on other worlds doesn't do the same thing? Uh, so, yeah, so they found something. So all of life on Earth is said there is, is, is you need oxygen and light. Uh, to survive, except for this thing, which um, it doesn't. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that pretty well, not proves, but that gives the gives the scaffolding to pretty much saying like, yeah, life in the universe probably there. Which I've been saying for quite some time because uh, it would be it'd be terrifically odd if there was no life in the rest of the universe. But this is an interesting kind of building block for it that you know maybe they, these are the you know, microscopic organisms that, that eventually evolve into something more interesting. So when we do meet alien life, they might be thriving on radiation. Maybe that's what, oh, you know what? I just figured it out. That's why aliens started coming here after we uh, started bombing each other with nuclear weapons, because we're basically throwing food at each other. 
in their opinion, you know, cause they thrive off of radiation. So they're like, Oh shit, look at earth that, that they're, they're fucking, they're having a hamburger war. Let us go there and, and, and sup upon their hamburger weaponry. And that's why all the gray aliens are here. And they, uh, they, they all, uh, they abduct us because, um, let's see if I can figure my way out of this statement. They abduct us because our bodies are so radiated from the, you know, the, all the, all the, all the bad stuff that, <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, that, you know, that, so then, then, the, okay. So I didn't find a way out of that, you know, whatever, man. I haven't done a solo show in a while. This is, this is what, you know, this is what you get. Um, yeah. So alien life. Here's some nightmare fuel in, uh, in New York state. Uh, this guy posted this video from him hiking. He found this, this, uh, little cove of trees that they're calling a shrine to missing people. And, uh, uh, all the trees in there have, uh, uh, missing person signs in waterproof bags taped to the tree. Wait, oh, there's a video. I wonder if this video is worth it to play on the show. I'll stop if it is. Look what these f***ing are. Anyway, I'll cut right to the chase because I might die. Okay, so it says a hiker in the woods came across something super creepy. Look. Dozens of missing person signs. Look, look where the f*** we are. James Rankin found a disturbing scene deep in the forest on Long Island, New York. I'm hitting pause because there's a lot of words here. Each missing sign features an actual disappearance case from all over the country. That's a that's a cage of some kind or a hut or a lean-to or something. Stacy Peterson, 23 years old. Even though he carries a knife protection, when he heard voices, he understandably freaked out. Yeah, so that's pretty freaky. Imagine walking through the woods and then finding a fucking temple shrine to missing girls. Uh, I, I don't know what the fuck that deal is. I I have I have a few theories. I mean, one obviously is that uh, you know, this is this is the solution to the case, and that you know, this is one guy that's been traveling the country, murdering these women, and then going back to his shrine, and then uh, you know, masturbating furiously while looking at the pictures of the women he killed, or um, it's just you know, some weirdo that that you know, set it up because it's probably near a hiking trail. I wanted to freak some fucking Long Island douchebag out. Those are my two theories. Masturbation or Long Island douchebag. Now you do the figuring. Get to it, people. All right, so I'm done, sort of. Let's talk about Luke Cage for a second. We're not actually going to talk about Luke Cage, but what we're going to do is play a song from it. I don't know fuck all about rap and hip-hop. This has been established on the show when... Producer Michael made me listen to rap and or hip hop. However, Luke Cage, the Marvel comic superhero, now has his own uh, TV series on Netflix, aptly titled Luke Cage. He's a guy built for his skin, super strong. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But the uh, 
uh, all the all the news articles refer to him as unapologetically black, which I thought was weird. It's just an odd phrase because it was used a lot. Or maybe they just some one person used it and everybody else just kind of copy pasted. That seems to be the way uh, the Internet works. But anyway, so uh, black superhero, badass, pretty eh, good show. I mean, not great, but uh, well worth watching. But the, the music in it, very good. Uh, lots of uh, lots of hip hop, uh, rap, some uh, some soul, some R&B. Uh, some, uh, some other stuff, Motown, um, nice, uh, they had, uh, um, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings makes an appearance. Like, uh, there's one of the, there's one of the sets in, uh, on the show is it's a nightclub in Harlem. Uh, so they have, uh, you know, uh, performances there. One is, is, uh, Sharon Jones, as we all know from listening to this show, I'm a big fan of her. Sorry. Uh, one of the, one of the episodes opened with, uh, this, this fellow called, uh, uh, Giadana. It could be Jadana, Gidana, J-I-D-A-N-N-A, Janana. I don't know. I don't fuck all about this person. I don't know if he's the most famous rapper on the planet or he's like uh, some, 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 some schlub. I don't know. But they played a song called Hail to the Chief. I was like, man, this is a fucking good ass song. I really like this a lot, which is weird for, for a man of my age to, to like uh, music that is uh, from a younger generation. And I was like, ah, oh, I like this. So um, because of that. I'm going to play it now on the show for you because, you know, why wouldn't I? I, I got nothing else to do. And that's, uh, that's it. That's, uh, there's your show. There's, there's the Alex Cast solo show. I'll get, I'll get more used to this or hopefully just find someone to talk to. That's it. I've been Alex. You've been the audience, you know, look at Alex Cast on various places and do the things you normally do. Leave, uh, reviews on iTunes, only good ones, you know, buy books, do stuff at the Alex Cast on Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I'll see you next time. Uh, uh Choose. Niggas fighting over rings, niggas won't be the king, but long little cheek for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek, niggas fighting over rings, niggas won't be the king, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek, uh, cockroaches in the ratchet, uh. Hand me downs with the patches. Mama put a little money in the mattress. Taught me how to make a silver spoon out of plastic. You can either sink, swim, or be the captain. Get the last word, I'ma get the last laughing. Now they say you're dinner, why you're dressing so classy? I don't want my best dress day in a casket. You can either leave, follow, or get out the way. Make a fucking move, it will make my fucking day. Got a hundred year plan, you just think about the day. Always been about time, more than been about pay. Gotta up with me, Usain could've run with me. Chief come to find you, you don't come for me. At best, you could run a little company. Nigga, at worst, I could run the whole country. That's right, pimp game like a brothel. That's why I don't judge a nigga's hustle. I Airbnb the crib like a hostel. Summer rate cheaper, could the streets get hostile. Shot the boy, this far from a hobby boy. So, no, I won't record for your homie boy. I turn the party out like a naughty toy. Then I go and hide in plain sight like a lobby boy. Yes, sir. That your dinner on the banner. Riding for my niggas, getting locked up in the slammer. Elders saying everything's a nail to a hammer. And niggas can't spell, but we know I Instagram Well done, better than well said. I read niggas well, a nigga well read. Really, I ain't met nobody smarter.
matter That's why I got admitted But I still rejected Harvard I'm the Fresh Prince In a school where they couldn't read Mama put me in a school with the Kennedys When I met Bill Clinton, I was 17 But dead presidents is all my niggas need Dining with the governor's daughter And her father say I remind him of Obama I'm the chief diplomat every day And I'm black and white Janelle Monet. They won't be the king, but long little chief. For a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little chief. Niggas fighting over ranks, niggas won't be the king, but long little chief. Now watch pretty mama while I slam my cane. Long little chief.